Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast that starts things off with A Slice of Life, which covers unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. But it doesn't stop there. Following A Slice of Life, I take one story from my collection of many and share it with you. So, if you're looking for that special something to start or end your day, you're in the right place. And the great part is, you can listen to all my podcasts for free, anywhere, at any time. So with that, let's get started. Hi folks, how you all doing today? Good, I hope. Today's slice of life is about just that, life. And how you're all making out with this virus that is still in their midst. You know, it sure hasn't been easy these past few months, to say the least. And watching and listening to what has taken place on some news channels and social media, I suspect is downright depressing for some, and rightly so. For me and my lovely wife, we had to stop listening to most of these places, especially Facebook, as, for one thing, I wasn't accomplishing anything other than getting myself all worked up for nothing. And you know what happened after I stopped listening to these places? Well, I'll tell you. First off, I found that I slept a lot better and my brain shut off quicker when going to bed. Second, I noticed that I thought more of what I wanted to do in life and not what others were doing with theirs. Next, I found that I got closer to my immediate family and friends. I had more time to listen to what was happening in their life and was then able to give them support when needed more often. Oh, there are lots of other things that occurred, but that is a few. That shows you of what would or could take place when you're not tied up listening to things that aren't important. And in some cases, downright demoralizing. Good word. I also found that most things on them platforms are brought to light by foreign countries that work hard influencing people's minds to their way of thinking. You could say... They are enabling things to happen in such a way that we destroy ourselves. I won't mention what countries are doing this, but if one would do a bit of research, things would be brought to light rather quickly. However, it is happening and getting worse around the world and right here in Canada too. Another thing that has happened or happening is that we now have to learn new things so that this virus that is going around the world today doesn't take a toll on us like social distancing for one. To me, social distancing is an opportunity to develop new skills, and in doing so, I found that it has given me a new purpose in life. One thing would be I now have more time to adjust the way I do things, and in doing so, I have found that I have learned more of what my life is truly about. And on top of that, it now allows me to focus on what is really important in life, you know, I found, after a life of hard work, I am now finding a lot of pleasure in the simple things that takes place. I have also found and learned that the things that interest me the most is a mixture of old and new. Yes, I enjoy the old, but I also enjoy the new. So thinking on things, I, I like to do that from time to time. I have come up with a plan today. I take the best of what I learned from the past and mix it with what I figure is the best we have right now. In doing so, I've been able to do some exciting and fantastic things. 
not just for myself, but for my family and friends too. Anyways, I've had my say, so let's get on with a story I've lined up for you today. It's basically a story about life itself. I hope you enjoy Life's Rewards. I don't know about you folks, but I found that throughout my life there has been a lot of small things and occurrences that has stayed with me. No, I'm not talking about money or things like that, but simple things. Hmm, let me rephrase that a bit on the money and the things. As taking a closer look, I would say that over the years, the simple things were usually the ones that made me money. Anyways, one of my favorite things that I enjoyed doing years ago was taking off my boots or shoes. Thinking back, I can remember riding Jenny, my horse, many times across the field on a summer's day, feeling the cold steel of the stirrups with the warm air blowing through my toes. Then stopping alongside an old fence line made up of huge boulders and stones. There I would get down and stretch out on one of the larger ones, running my feet over them, feeling their coolness. It was sure something. Closing my eyes and feeling each indent with my toes made my mind think of all kinds of things, like what the huge boulder must have seen throughout the years. You know, I could lay there for hours imagining the stories of where they were born and how they came to be the size they were. Yeah, I know. It does sound a wee bit far-fetched, but I was young and my mind was trying to figure out things. And hey, as strange as it might sound, my life is based on a true story. Anyways, throughout the summer months when my chores were done up, I enjoyed grabbing my old wooden fishing pole that Reg made for me out of a willow branch and head on off to my favorite fishing hole. I have to tell you, it was a nice spot, away from homes and people, secluded, you might say. A place, well, a place where a feller could be alone and take in what Mother Nature had to offer. Simply put, it was a place where a young boy could do whatever came to mind. I remember as soon as I was out of the driveway, off would come my boots or shoes, kind of dependent on what the weather was that day, of course. I would sling them over my shoulder and head on off down the old dirt road. The feeling on one's feet while walking through the dirt was sure something to behold. I can't think of anything better than to feel the warm of dirt or sand squish up through my toes. One would probably ask, didn't them stones you stepped on now and then hurt your feet? Well, truth be told, today I would imagine they would hurt a bit for most folks, including mine, as our feet have gotten a touch tender from wearing all them fancy new store-bought shoes that is out there today. Laura, the lady that raised me back then, said that my feet were almost like leather and nothing other than a nail or a thorn could hurt me. She was right too. Another thing I remember while on the subject of walking barefoot was a feeling that I got while walking on grass that was still damp with the morning dew. To explain it, I would have to say that it had a way of drawing me closer to nature and the feeling of the cool grass and moisture mixed together on my feet. Well, it's, it kind of slowed me down some as I didn't want to miss one step without feeling what it had to offer. 
Some folks say that nature and beauty can only be seen, but I say that is wrong. To me, it's where you are at in life at that moment. It could be around, beside a material object, or even in oneself. But when it happens, you have to let the subconscious mind do whatever it chooses. That's not a real easy thing to do, if you think about it. So, best not to think, and just let it happen. But back to fishing. Once I arrived at my fishing hole, which was located under an old wooden bridge, I would lean my pole against a small tree, take my shoes from around my neck, and hang them on a nail which someone had put there many years ago. You know, here again, just by looking at that old, rusty, bent-up nail, stories and adventures of all kinds would come to mind. With me wondering who it was that put it there, what sort of person was she or he, how much money did that person make, where did that person live, did he have a family, maybe a boy like myself, or a pretty daughter with shiny brown hair. I eventually, over time, came came up with a vision of a fellow that worked part-time on a road gang, building bridges and fixing roads. He worked long, hard hours throughout the day while his wife looked after the children and kept their small farm going. He was working on the road gang to make extra money to pay off the mortgage and put his brown-haired girl through school. If he had a real good week and made extra money, he would buy his wife a gift for no special reason other than to simply see the smile on her face when giving it to her, as it made him feel that his time away was all worthwhile. Oh, it went on and on, but that gives you a bit of what I came up with. Anyways, once my shoes were hung up on that old nail, the first thing that I would do is walk down to the water's edge, where I had a favorite rock that I sat on, as it was usually cool, brought on from the shade of the bridge. There I would sit with my feet dangling in the pure water. If lucky, a trout or two would get curious and nibble at my toes, which always brought a smile to my face. Once I took in all that the water had to offer, the fishing pole would then be put to work. My most favorite way to fish, or should say most enjoyable way, was to put the one end down under a rock slightly propped up I would then take the hook and wrap a worm around it, add a medium-sized bobber made out of cork, and throw it out into the middle of the creek. Once I found the spot I wanted, I would then wrap one loop around my big toe. I would then lay back and looking up at the bottom of the old bridge and let my mind take me to another place in time. I found that a lot of times when I was in the middle of a fine adventure, a fish would take my worm, and the tug of my toe would bring me back to reality. Darn, I was just going to fight that old bear, barehanded. There was one other place that I loved to take off my shoes, and that was in the meadows which surrounded our farm. Let me tell you, there was nothing better than running through the daisies in full bloom, stirring up the honeybees. Some would say that's crazy, you could have gotten stung, probably right. But for me, at that time in life, the thought of what could or might happen never entered my mind. What did enter my mind was, no, I'm not gonna tell you. If you wanna find that out, come summer, 
head on out to the country. Take them shoes of yours off and let the feelings of beauty take you to your own special place and time. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters. <laughs>